What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Mind Sex, where all freaks are welcomed. How are you guys doing today? How the hell are you? It has been so long since I had my last episode. I believe my last episode was Body Image with Jonathan Ellerby, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope, you know, from a man's perspective, it was something that was, you know, somewhat informative. And, you know, I did a follow-up with that with some afterthoughts, things that I didn't get a chance to discuss um, during my uh, during my collaboration with with the photographer. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm so sorry for the for the hiatus. Please forgive me. Um, but yeah, other than that, I hope you guys have been enjoying these episodes, enjoying and have been pleased have been pleased, I should say, with the guests that I have introduced to my to my channel. And yeah, may may I continue to introduce new people, new ideas, um, new perspectives. And may it be enlightening and, and eye-opening for you guys. And please just give me your feedback. Like I said, give me, I mean, I feel like I told you guys before, maybe, maybe you weren't aware, but please email me at conqueryourminds at gmail.com. Again, conqueryourminds at gmail.com. That's all one word. So please hit me up. Let me know what you think. What's your state of mind? What's your current mood? Whatever, talk to me. Conversate with me. You know, let's be friends. I mean, I would give you my phone number, but that's, yeah, that's, you know, hashtag stalkerish. And, and I'm not down for that. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No stalkers. I'm, I'm good. But yeah, but anyway, so today's episode is about connectivity, the state of being connected. And I was actually supposed to do this episode with a, a life coach by the name of Noreen Sumter. And she has her own podcast by the uh, that goes by the name of Live Life Your Way. And I thought it would have just been really great for her to be on here just because her energy is so magnetic. It's just so like, and then she has this English accent. So it just kind of like draws you in and she's funny. She's just very approachable, easygoing. Um, yeah, so unfortunately I wasn't able to do this episode with her, but um, I am positive that she will be on future, she will be on a future episode and and I'll just kind of have to uh, curate another topic for us to, to discuss. This one I thought was great just because connectivity, she's a life coach. She connects with a lot of different people and me being a podcaster, I'm connecting with you guys and where, you know, there's this exchange of energy, you know, you guys, you know, I'm exerting this energy in my words and then you guys are kind of taking it in and, you know, and in return, I hope you guys, like I said, email me, give me some feedback, talk to me, right? So as I said, connectivity, the state of being connected. We're going to start it off with a little exercise, right? So with this, I want you to write this down. Or if you got a good memory, cool. Or maybe just, you know, rewind it. We Rewind this podcast and, and just kind of like, so that this way you could kind of continuously recite it until you memorize it. But this is something that I want you to finish. So it's kind of like, I'm going to say a sentence and then it's going to be like a dot, dot, dot. Like, how do you want to fill that in? And then after, I'm going to say it again, and then I'm going to give you my version. So it goes like this. Connectivity is humanity working together as a universal unit to achieve... 
dot, 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 dot. You fill that in. Right. So now I'm going to give you my version of what connectivity is in relation to humanity and just on a larger scale, what what I believe connectivity is right in relation to this mass solar plexus of energy that we currently um, exist in on this earth. So here we go. Connectivity is humanity working together as a universal unit to achieve understanding, sympathy, balance, peace, support, love, and happiness. Period. That's it. That's all I got. I wasn't reading it off anything. I was literally just just reciting it off the top of my, my head just as it was Coming out, I was just letting it flow. But that's my uh, in-depth version of what connectivity is. You know, just us kind of like coming together, working together to create um, a more unified, you know, place of existence. You know, some of us, are, you know, the, the scales are kind of tipped more one way than the other on, on some days, you know, but, but that's all good. Right. So we're going to break down connectivity into three parts. We're going to talk about connectivity through words, connectivity through touch and connectivity through service. Um, it's important. The reason why I thought that this was a great topic to talk about is I feel like we're so divided um, in all these subcategories in our lives we're, you know, um, divided by race, by class, religion, um, our jobs, you know, the, the industries that, that we currently, um, you know, have taken on in our lives, fashion, uh, maybe something more simplistic, maybe, you know, the books that we read, you know, even the neighborhoods that we live in, uh, we're separated by, by how we think. I mean, and, and I'm not saying any of this, that it's, it's something, uh, malice or it's something that's bad. No, it's, it's not, you know, it's good that because this, these are for us, these are, um, some of these are individualized, um, characteristics, you know, things that we kind of gravitate to. Or, or some things that we were just born in. You know, I was born a Hispanic woman and I love rice and beans. And, you know, so I might gravitate towards certain things and I might be categorized in certain areas. But just even just even removing, you know, all of that, eviscerating all of these characteristics. You know, what is the core purpose? What is the core um, you know, a uh, source of, yeah, what is, what is that core source that, that connects us all together? What are we all longing for? What do we all want? And so that's why I had mentioned, we all want balance. We all want happiness. We all want, we want that support from one another. We want love. We want acceptance. There's a, an African proverb that goes, 
if you want to go somewhere, um, what is it? If you want to go somewhere quickly, go by yourself. But if you want to, if you want to go somewhere, um, if you want to go far, then go together. Isn't that beautiful? If you want to go somewhere quickly, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. How, how do you guys decipher that proverb, that African proverb? And pretty much what it's simply saying is that we work better together. We get things done together. Because not necessarily us being alone and us doing it quickly doesn't mean that it's going to get the job done right or that, you know, we're going to. And like I said, you know, it it kind of depends on the circumstance. Right. But overall, when you work as a team, when you work as a unit, you know, you have this. You know, things things get done quicker. You're not burdened with with all this responsibility. It's kind of divided. And, you, you know, it's just this camaraderie. You know, you have something that you share with somebody and it's and it's amazing. So I love the African proverb. I'm going to put it in the description for you guys, along with that little uh, sentence for you guys to kind of finish on your own. Think about it, ruminate over it, recite it as many times as you want to. And um, yeah, and maybe even ask somebody else that, you know, ask them to to finish that sentence. And it'll be interesting to see kind of what everybody else's answers are. You know, it might be different for everybody and that's okay. But then maybe there'll be something, there's a, there's a, there may be like common answers amongst, amongst everyone. Right. So we're breaking this joint down in three sections, words, touch, and service. So connectivity in relation to words, words have energy, right? I have said this in several of my episodes, words have energy, words, they heal, they help, they motivate, they encourage, but at the same time, they could also hurt or they could harm you. You know, people could be vicious with their words, the venom, these venomous words that that come out of their mouth and inflict us with so much pain that it's just like, like, I can't believe they said that, right? So, and this is something that, the reason why I say that words um, connect us to others, you know, I'm, I'm using connectivity though, you know, words being a part of connectivity because words is how we communicate with one another. This is how we build relationships. This is how, again, this is how we connect with each other through words. So how are you using your words? Are you using your words to harm or to heal? Are you using it to inspire? Right? Are you are your words used for promotion or are you demoting someone's emotions? Think about it. I mean, when I'm upset, yeah, I'm I'm demoting someone's character. I'm you know, it's not something intentional. It's of course, there's there's some restraint, you know, because I don't want to hurt their feelings, but there is a sense of matter-of-factness and candidness that is expressed to get my point across instead of kind of going around the bush and then they still have no idea what the hell, you know, I'm saying. 
no, you just just kind of like cut through, cut cut through that bush, and um, yeah, just hedge those things, you know, mow on through it, and just say, look, this is this is what I'm trying to say. Words have energy. When you express yourselves, that that expression, that you know, th those emotions are, they have energy, and it's being exerted and it's being exchanged and delivered to someone. There, there's an exchange of, of energy. You know, you are releasing it and then someone is receiving it. How do you want to connect with someone? And I understand everybody has different relationships. You know, you can't connect the same with everybody. But you can still make a conscious decision that, you know what, this is how I'm going to approach, you know, every situation, whatever the case may be. I had a, a conversation with an old friend of mine. I was hanging out with her yesterday. I went to her home. Beautiful home, by the way. And, man, I didn't even realize how fast the time flew. And there was a point in our lives where we had actually uh, stopped being friends. And it was something over something stupid. And actually, I actually mentioned her in a previous episode called Soulmate. This is Giselle, right? So we had a conversation and we actually, I believe this was the first time, at least that I could, could recollect or that I could recall, that this was actually the first time that we even addressed what even happened. And this was like seventh grade. We're adults now. We are grown women. We have so overcome <clears throat> whatever happened. It wasn't even anything, you know, uh, major. But at that time, you know, when you're kids, everything is a goddamn big deal. <clears throat> so pretty much it was just more of like a he said, she said kind of thing. And the words that someone told her that I had said, which I didn't say, they said, oh yeah, you know, that, that I had was trying to gather some people to actually like harm her, like physically. And I was like, what? Like to jump her. I was like, I never did that. So just imagine how she felt hearing those words and how that hurt her and how that made her feel, you know, at that time. I mean, now, you know, you, you think about it, you're just like, whatever. I have no, like, I'm so stoic. I'm not emotional about it. It doesn't affect me. Because we're so far removed from it. I just imagine. It's like, what? It was extremely harmful. And then in return, like, whatever I was told. I don't even remember what the hell I was told. And how that hurt me. And I was like, this is my best friend. Like, how could she have said that about me? You know, words have energy. That It was that negative energy that was delivered from somebody else. And, you know, years later, we reconciled. And, you know. But how... When you reflect on certain things in your life, how do you, like, how do you want to leave your mark? How do you want to leave people? We all make mistakes. Like, that's one thing I, and I, and I told her, I said, you know what? I think I would have been a different person if we would have continued being friends. And not to say that I turned out bad or that my life is miserable. No, I, I'm doing, I'm doing very well in my life, but just things would have been different. You know, um, I would have had different friends. I may have went to a different school. We may have went to school together. You know, who knows? Um, yeah, so it's just kind of 
funny how words can steer your life in a completely different direction, you know, and how words can affect you. Like I said, words can motivate you. They can inspire you. They could hurt you. They could harm you. They could heal you. They could help you. As uh, me wanting Noreen Sumter on here and her being a, a life coach, her, you know, her role is to is to help people, is to provide words of inspiration and healing to those, help people to kind of sort out whatever mental dysfunctions that they have. You know, meaning it's not really dysfunction, but it's more of like this, uh, you know, mental clutter just to kind of like provide some some clarity in people's lives, you know? And I think maybe the reason why people are like always all over the place is because we're always trying to do so goddamn much, you know? I And to be honest, I really think that's what it is. We're trying to be, it's not enough to achieve, but we need to overachieve. And then that's when our stress reactors just kind of, you know, they go crazy. You know, we get the great hairs, we gain weight, we get our attitudes, we can't sleep, we eat crappy, um, we're tired all the damn time. You know what I'm saying? Because we're so, instead of us really taking care of ourselves and, and being conscious of what is that is um, healing or harmful, not only to others, but also to ourselves, it just kind of like creates this, this chaos. And so people like Noreen and people like myself and people like Mrs. Pamela that I had on uh, the previous episode, you know, uh, we're here to, to help people. Hopefully my words provide inspiration. They're enlightening. And yeah, I hope, I hope that this is what I'm doing for you guys. And please, if there's any question that you want to ask me, please email me, conqueryourminds at gmail.com. I know I said it before, I'm going to say it again because I need to imprint this in your mind because I'm not seeing any emails coming through. I need it. Okay? Now, moving on to the next one, touch. Connectivity through the power of touch. Touch has many healing powers. Man, just think about when you're having a shitty day and just even the slightest touch of comfort, a hug, or even like the half hug, you know, it's like you just grab somebody by their shoulders, like your side to side and you just grab their shoulders and just kind of like that, that, uh, that small touch and that kind of like a squishiness, that's that snuggle. A shoulder snug, you know, it just kind of, you know, brings up your endorphins a notch, brings up your mood a bit. There's a lot of power in touch. That's why they say sex is a very powerful weapon. It's physical, the physical touch, and you guys are just, that's like the ultimate connection, you know that mind, body, and soul kind of thing, you know? So it says that, I was reading up, and I was doing some research, and it said, we for, uh, let me see, it says, first sense, yeah. So in relation to touch, it says, 
The first sense we acquire and the secret weapon in many relationships is, is our sense of touch. Yep, right? Did I read that right? First sense, yes. Touch is the first sense we acquire and the secret weapon in many relationships. Damn, see, and I just said it. I said about like sex and stuff like that, right? Like when you don't have any physical contact with your partner, like how the hell does that make you feel? You feel, you don't feel love, you don't feel sexy. And it's not even to say, oh yeah, I need someone to accept me, but it's just kind of like you are in this, like you have, you are in this agreement with this person, right? Whether it's through a marriage, it doesn't even matter, even taking those titles out of husband or wife, boyfriend or girlfriend, you guys have made this agreement to spend this time with each other, you're living with each other, whatever the case may be. And if there's no physical touch, then what the f are we doing? Like, I need that. I create, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, give it to me. When, when you're a baby, you know, and it's just kind of like all your, all that's being done to you is you're being carried by everybody. And then what happens? Like, you know, you're tired. You, you raise your hands up so that this way your mother could pick you up and then you lay on her and the warmth of her body and, you know, the, her heartbeat, it just kind of, it, it kind of find this rhythm with your own heartbeat and then it just kind of like calms you right and you can't get that that uh that uh that parallel rhythm of the of the heart if you're not touching i i, I just thought that was amazing it says research shows that touch can communicate positive emotions such as joy love gratitude sympathy it could also invoke low self-esteem, failure, anger. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Scratch that. Those extra things that said low self-esteem, that, that was for the following thing. My bad. So let me say this again. Research shows that touch can communicate positive emotions such as joy, love, gratitude, and sympathy. Right? When it's a genuine connection that you have with somebody, when it's your family, when it's your friends. Um, yeah, just like, you know, you feel good. Sympathy. You're feeling down. It's like, oh, gratitude. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. Boom. Hug. You know what I'm saying? I hug my dog all the time. I smell his feet. That's how I show him love. You know? Yeah, some people are like, what? You smell your dog feet? Yep, that's what I do. Don't judge. There's so many healing powers. It's crazy. There's a, and it's something that, that they've been saying on the radio, I guess, to, um, and I forgot what advertisement is for, but even before they had this advertisement on the radio, I'd actually read it. And it said that loneliness actually kills you faster than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Ain't that something? That is freaking crazy to me. Loneliness will kill you faster than cigarettes. So loneliness is a is like yeah, that's it's like a silent killer. Wow. So that right there just shows you how much we need each other. 
this connectivity, how much we need to be connected. And when you feel disconnected from the world and from yourself, there just becomes this this sense of no belonging. Like, like, what am I doing? Like, oh my gosh, like, like, who do I lean on? What do I lean? You know what I'm saying? Like, we are all here together to help each other, to heal each other, to love each other. Yeah, we're going to get pissed off at each other. Hell yeah, but get over it fast. And fast doesn't mean that, oh, okay, as soon as it happens within five minutes, you're going to forget. Right, okay, you be upset. Be in your feelings for some time. But then after your own reflection and just kind of like ranting and raving and venting, just kind of come to yourself and say, all right. I'm over it because I'm not letting the situation take over me, conquer me, whatever the case may be, you know. And as I said in the previous episode, detachment. If it's something that continuously happens, and you know, sometimes you just need to detach. But you're not going to detach from everybody, but just kind of like detaching from things that are toxic. You want to connect yourself with things that, that are positive, that are healing, that, you know, that are beneficial to you. I just, I just thought that was amazing. Right? The power of touch. Mm, 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 mm. So if you don't want to die from loneliness, hug somebody. If you want to increase your life expectancy, hug somebody. Bam. Okay, here we go. On to service. So service in relation to connectivity, right? So when you volunteer, how does that make you feel? I, I feel great. Even though I'm not getting paid, but just knowing that I'm helping somebody that you know, that it's like an, a helpless, I mean, not a helpless, but a, um, like I'm not looking for anything in return. They say that it increases your mood and it helps you to build relationships with people. You know, people that you may not have ever even thought about talking to. So I, I volunteer several times and I've actually, I'm actually going to be volunteering soon. Um, it's called the Campaign for Change. So Earth Day was, when the hell was I think it was April 28th. Yes, April 28th. And I had attended this event in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg, called, oh, Jesus. Anyway, it was like Love for Earth Day. It was like, whatever. And there were people that were looking for signatures, people that were willing to volunteer. So I said, you know what? Let me do that. This would be great. I'm always looking for opportunities to meet new people, to build relationships and just also just to learn new things it's not only we it's uh it's an opportunity to learn because we don't only learn from books but we learn from people you know just based off of whatever knowledge that they may have that they may have obtained so yeah it's just great so back to what I had said before about the low self-esteem so it said like people that experience low self-esteem failure anger you know, people that people that um, kind of embody these particular emotions, you know, you may have low self-esteem because, I, you know, I don't know, maybe you just don't feel like you look as good as you should. You know, you're not the best version of you. Right. You could feel like you're a failure because there may, you know, you're a certain age and you're not making the amount of money that you want to make or um, you were in a marriage and. It just didn't work out. So you feel like a failure. You know, you feel like you're a failure in relationships. Um, you know, you may have feelings of anger because of all these things. You you feel angry because you have low self-esteem because of your failed marriage or, you know, your failed career path, whatever the case may be. Right. So 
it just kind of like cre- creates this cycle of, you know, of, yeah, just unhealthy, you know, feelings, you know, kind of coming about. So it's saying that when you're in service to others, when you volunteer, and maybe even if like, you know, your mom or your dad, your sister, whoever the hell it is, right, they need help. Maybe, you know, you want to help somebody, you know, they need, I don't know, whatever. Somebody needs you to go grocery shopping. Your grandmother wants you, you know, you know, she goes grocery shopping and she's of a certain age. So you say, you know what, grandma, I'm going to give your knees a break. I'm going to give, I'm going to let your arthritis chill out today. Here, go ice up your knees, lay down, and I'm going to go food shopping for you. Give me a baby shopping cart. Because, you know, they always have those small shopping carts because they have they can't have really big ones because, you know, they got arthritis. And, you know, arthritis, carpal tunnel, everything. So they got the little baby cart that only could carry, like, six things. So they got to keep making all these trips. Whatever. Right? So, right, you want to do that. You want to help them. And so with that, being in service to others, it'll transform these feelings of low self-esteem, failure, anger, and it'll increase your levels to, you know, it, it'll increase it to great levels of joy, gratitude, clarity, and so much more. Because now there's a joy because you're connecting with people. You're building these relationships. Again, connectivity, Right. When you're volunteering, you're touching people. I mean, not like creepy, not like, you know, like in an R. Kelly kind of way or, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, you're connecting with people. You're exchanging words. There's like this energy of words of positivity. And it's just amazing. So, right. So connectivity. Choose your words. Are they healing? Are they helping? Touch, as I said. I got cut off. And the last one, I forgot, it's only 30 seconds, but I'm going I'm to finish it off with this two minutes, right? So as I said, connectivity, we went over the words. Um, we went over connectivity in relation to touch. You know, hug somebody, reach out to somebody, touch somebody. You know, just a simple, maybe even just a, you know, the touch of the hand or, or whatever the case may be, you know? Have that exchange of energy with each other through through power of touch. Then have that connectivity through service, helping people, volunteering, right? We're going to leave it off with this quote. And this is a quote from Mother Teresa, and I actually have put this on a business card many moons ago. And it says this, help one person at a time. And always start with the person nearest you. Let me say that one more time. Help one person at a time and always start with the person nearest you. All right, guys, I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hug somebody, heal somebody, be of service to somebody. Take care, guys. I'm out.